0: I'm going to start with the Irish Independent and the story which led our bulletins as well, that RTE loses £1 as licence fee renewals plummet by 30%. There's been an increase in the number of people failing to pay the TV licence fee as RTE grapples with a rolling financial scandal, according to new figures. The latest data shows a drop of more than 30% in TV licence renewals in the first week of July compared to last year. The development has cost RTE close to €1 million. The numbers paying in June also declined. Uh, Figures released by the Department of Media reveal a fall of of almost 6,000 in the number of people paying their €160 licence fee compared to the same period last year when more than 15,000 licences uh, were issued. So a comparison there with what's happening since the uh, controversy at the station uh, broke uh, in the last few weeks and the, uh, the media coverage of it as well. Uh, the, also on the front page of the Irish Independent, crisis talks and global heatwave as data shows Ireland getting wetter. Again we had details of that Metair and study and global temperatures headed towards alarming highs and extreme weather struck across the planet yesterday as China and the United States sought to reignite talks to address the climate crisis. But new data also shows Ireland has become a wetter country over the past 30 years. They're the lead stories on the front of the Irish Independent. The Irish Times, it leads with inquiry team denied access to children's hospital sites. So yet more controversy surrounding the Children 's New Children's Hospital there at the site of St. James's. Uh, the timeline for the completion of the new facility could slip further after another breakdown in communication between the board and builders, while a squad of external investigators were shut out of this site for six weeks. That's according to uh, Jennifer Bray uh, here in the Irish Times. Uh, the National Pediatric Hospital Development Board overseeing the building of the project was hired one of the world's leading investigative and intelligence companies, Kroll, to review the works on the site. However, board members met last month to discuss the issues with the behaviour of lead contractor Bam. And according to the minutes of that meeting, Bam said it would not attend meetings if the development board were present while Kroll was excluded from the site for six weeks. So controversy rolling on around the building of that uh, new facility there in Dublin. And of course, PAM has uh, strongly defended its role uh, in the upper, in the building works there as well. Um, low pay commission recommends over 12% rise in minimum wage, an increase of more than 12% in the minimum wage for next year. More than twice the predicted rate of inflation for 2023 is to be recommended by the low pay commission. If agreed by uh, government in the autumn, the recommendation, which is for an increase of one euro forty an hour on the current rate, of €11.30 taking it to 12 70 will mean someone on the minimum wage who works 39 hour a 39-hour week would earn an additional €54.60 per week from the start of next year. Uh, just a small note there, on the inside of the Irish Times, uh, they they have a, a follow-up on this RAF story from a while back, and it says Ireland has a long-standing arrangement with the RAF to monitor Irish skies and that's according to the former uh, Minister for Defence Willie O'Dea and he's confirmed that and uh, inside on the paper um, it's actually part of a a TG Cahar documentary on neutrality which is uh, due to be aired tomorrow I believe and that's um, so he confirms that there is a deal uh, with the RAF to monitor Irish skies and I know the government have been reluctant to uh, comment on that in the past Uh, Irish Examiner have a different uh, military story on the front of their uh, paper Real Threat from China Interference Irish Academics Back UK Intelligence Threat Warning US and EU links make Ireland an attractive target according to the paper this is Cormac O'Keefe the security correspondent writing he says Ireland faces a very real threat of economic espionage and academic interference from China leading security experts have said the warning follows a report by the Intelligence and Security Committee of the British Parliament uh, and which detail threats to British industry and universities from Chinese authorities but Irish academics apparently uh, also agreeing that that could be the threat uh, here as well. Uh, another interesting story on the Irish Examiner and they go in detail inside as well. Uh, vote on constitution sexism may be delayed. The government fears it may have to abandon a promise to hold a referendum to remove a sexist reference to women within the home. In November earlier this year, the Taoiseach said the referendum to remove the gendered reference would be held before Christmas, but members of the government now believe the timeline's not realistic. While the deletion of the women within the home element is seen as relatively easy, ministers have hit a roadblock in defining the family which is currently linked to marriage in the constitution and members of the coalition are also concerned that even if these significant issues are ironed out, the Referendum Commission won't have enough time to carry out its work ahead of the November deadline. So there, uh, a fall in the timeline there for uh, removing that reference to women in the home uh, in the Constitution. Uh, the Herald, uh, a kick in the paddocks for Cartel Thug, the details of um, uh, the cab seizing property um, from... Um, uh, Kinahan's Kinnahan, um, assets seized. So uh, that's the headline in the front of the Herald. And it's also the story in the front of the Irish Daily Mirror. Cab seized luxury house, roof justice for kin chief. Uh, that's according to the Irish Daily Star. Well, the. Uh, TV licence fee dominates the rest of the tabloids. Irish Daily Mail. The TV licence revolt begins. RTE suffers a 22% drop in numbers, uh, paying 160 euro fee at the height of the scandal, engulfing the broadcaster, while the Irish Sun has a poll on the return of Ryan Tuberty uh, to the airwaves. It says, Nation divided on Tubbs' RTE Future. Exclusive poll in the Irish Sun. 50% say Star should go, but 40% back him. And then the Irish Daily Mirror, its take on the licence fee is that its headline is TV licence flea thousands not renewing, leaving £28.5 hole whole in networks' finances. That's a real challenge for uh, the station, uh, I have to say, and the future of public broadcasting as well, uh, if there is a boycott of the licence fee, etc., and pressure on the government then to come up with a new funding model, which they have said they will try and come up with uh, by the end of the year. So, inside the papers, uh, some interesting stories uh, grabbed my attention. Uh, On page 11 of the Irish Independent, tax makes little difference to price of high-sugar drinks. Eilish O'Regan writes that customers in Ireland with a sweet tooth are often not being charged extra for high sugar drinks in supermarkets and it may be time to hike the sugar tax. A new study has found the sugar tax on sugary fizzy drinks introduced in 2018 was aimed at making them more expensive in a bid to tackle high levels of overweight and obesity. However, the lack of price difference undermines sugar tax. The study in the Journal of Public Health showed, and the study led by Frank Houghton of the Technological University of Shannon, examined the relative cost of uh, leading brand full sugar and sugar-free carbonated soft drinks in a sample of 14 different supermarkets. So interesting to see. Uh, There's a suggestion that they should hike the tax in order to make it uh, worthwhile for the, the, the supermarkets to pass on that tax as well. Um, the page three, the Indo fuel prices remain steady, uh, but excise duty will rise in September. Petrol and diesel prices have remained steady this month as the fuel market stabilises. That's according to figures from AA Ireland showing the average petrol price in July was unchanged compared to June uh, with 165. But of course, a reminder that the uh, excise duty, of course, will uh, rise in September. Near Miss Asteroid only noticed after it flew past. This is another story in the end. Uh, Earth narrowly avoided an asteroid that flew past last week. Then scientists did not spot the object until it had made its visit. The object named 2023 NT1 was uh, detected on July 15 by the Atlas Observatory in South Africa. And astronomers said there is, it measured up to 60 metres across. So, uh, yeah, it was only spotted when it went past uh, the, the, the Earth. So that's uh, quite uh, extraordinary. Uh, Some build up uh, to later this week and the start of the Women's World Cup. I'm certainly getting very interested, very excited about the prospect of it. And the papers again today uh, featuring uh, Irish in Australia. World Cup fever has gripped the Irish in Sydney. According to uh, Neve McGovern, Irish expats in Australia are in the grip of World Cup fever ahead of the opening game in Sydney this week against the tournament's hosts. Inner West Mayor of Sydney, Darcy Byrne from the City Council, has joined forces with the Consulate General, of the Republic of Ireland Rosie Keane to publicly screen Ireland's first game against Australia so it goes to show you that um, it means so much to people uh, living over there as well Um, Another story now that caught my eye in the Irish Times. Uh, Ambassadors' residence could become a tourist amenity and this is the Italian embassy residence in West Dublin. Uh, It could be turned into a tourism destination if it's bought by South Dublin County Council. That's according to a local politician. The Italian government came to an agreement in principle with the council in May and embassy sources indicated it was willing to relocate the ambassador's residence to Dublin city centre and the property in question is Lucan House, a manor located 12 kilometres west of the city centre. And then finally, another story that caught my eye, um, the Irish Examiner, and that's the Dubliner unveils emoji of 2023 at the New York Stock Exchange. And it was the pink love heart uh, is the most popular emoji of 2023. Yesterday was World Emoji Day and it was a Dubliner unveiled that. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk.